Body Slams podcast viewers. I am one of your uh, co-analysts. I am uh, Chio Frost, and welcome to uh, Season 3, Episode 8. And this is our Three Legacies Wrestling and Pro Sling Magic Weekend Review. That's right. We had two big shows going on Friday and Saturday night here in the Northeast. In Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Um, I don't know where my other co-hosts are. As always, they are very, very busy, man. I know um, Joey has NFW today in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, at the Phil Phil Sheraton Building. So if you're ever if you're in the area, check them out online uh, for more information about the event going on. In Ridgefield Park, and uh, go out and check them out. Say, stop by, take a picture with Joe, say hi. Uh, Chris, uh, I'm sure he has other obligations he's taking care of at the moment. And T, I don't know where he's at, but some of my uh, guest analysts that I invite to come on, uh, they are nowhere to be found as well. So it looks like the treat is all yours to have me all to yourself for this episode eight of season three of Breakfast and Body Slams. So uh, I hope this is streaming pretty well. I've been having technical difficulties as of late here in uh, Casa de Chio when it comes to uh, lagging and stuff. But let's uh, let's jump into some cheap plugs right now. Let's start off with if you're an avid uh, reader and you like pro wrestling, why not pick up these two books on Amazon.com? It is the three count. My life in stripes as a WWE referee by Jimmy Corderas. That's right. It's on Kindle and paperback. There's no hardcover. And class in session from teacher to wrestler by Steve Hershowitz, a.k.a. Steve the teacher, good friend of ours here at the show as well. It's not available on Kindle, but it is paperback and hardcover. Good guys there. Like I said, go to Amazon.com. You'll definitely want to check that out as well and uh also red rose sports cars located in lancaster pennsylvania that's red rose sports they buy sell and trade for all your sports card needs they do online uh uh selling as well as far as like like ebay and and stuff like that um they do unboxing too they unbox like like the new rare cards or box sets and stuff like that uh, between uh, baseball, football, hockey, and basketball, they even have professional wrestling cards there, as well as uh, as well as some other cards as far as uh, uh, fictional stuff. As far as like, uh, I'm gonna say Yu-Gi-Oh or World of Warcraft. I'm not into that kind of stuff, but maybe you are. Stop over to Red Rose Sports Cards; they'll definitely hook you up. But yes, without any further ado, let's uh, 
let's jump into some results as three legacies wrestling was at the Brightside Opportunity Center in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Open up the show. We had Jason Blade taking on a relatively uh, newcomer in Eighth and Promise. Eighth and Promise is affiliated, for y'all don't know, with uh, Junie Underwood from the Lost Boys. He made a grand debut. Very exciting. The crowd was so much behind him, as well as they were also behind Jason Blade, a fan favorite. Uh, Blade, time and time again, he's shown what he can do, especially on the pre-show. Why? I don't know. He has not made it up to the main card yet, but his ranking has has just been evolving. Uh, He's uh, ranked number three right now in the updated uh, ranking system we have. With four wins, zero losses. He's at uh, uh, 0.6%. Well, 600. Well, whatever we want to call it. But 0.6%. So so he's no slouch for a guy who's not being on the main card of the Ross, uh, of the show with a four and two uh, win-loss record. Uh, he's, doing, he's doing big things there. Uh, if you have not checked this out, check any of our shows out please do not hesitate go on to uh psn premier sports network that's right it's like a 100 bucks for the whole year you can see a wide range of other professional wrestling going on uh as well besides three legacies all of our updated shows are on there exclusively so uh jump over sign up uh and uh let's keep it pushing folks as we're going to continue with these uh results there journey burke taking on uh well last show she debuted and she made a return miss zoe cannon that's right uh last show journey burke and zoe cannon they were in a tag team match uh zoe uh, teaming up with uh, ooh, I'm sorry, I went blank there. But Journey, Journey Burke teamed up with um, uh, Harleen Lopez and Zoe and her tag team partner picked up the victory the last time. But here, Journey and Zoe went head to head instead of a tag team match. They went one on one. Uh, apparently, Journey claimed Zoe was. Uh, a cannon problem, a Zoe problem, and with the law of attraction on her side, she picked up that that W to earn her a one and one ranking. Well, same thing with Zoe; they were both tied for fourth and fifth place in the women's division with one win, one loss a piece, a piece at zero point five percent. And uh, I don't think we've seen the end of this. I think Zoe and Journey still has a lot of uh, um, leftover baggage because little be known that uh, they have prior history before Three Legacies Wrestling. So with that being said, hopefully we see uh, a nice rubber band match to come back 
to try to uh, break that tie between the fourth and fifth place in the women's division between Zoe and Journey and see who can move up the rankings here in three legacies wrestling. And third match on the card, we got to see J.S. Hawthorne as he took on a return in Al Snook for his second match in Three Legacies, a graduate of the Three Legacies uh, Academy in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That's right. Um, neither one of these gentlemen had made the, the, the ranking system yet. So neither, neither one of them are in the top 10. But I see big things coming out of uh, J.S. Hawthorne. Uh, he, he's a man with a craft. He, he, he fine tunes everything. He's very elegant and graceful when he gets in the ring. And, uh, and remarkably, he picked up the win off of uh, this very intense fireball of a young up-and-comer in Al Snook. As you saw the, the previous show, Al Snook took on his trainer, Ricardo Rodriguez. He came so close, so close to picking up that W on his trainer. But you know what? The crowd loved him at the end of the match. They applauded. They did the same thing again. Even though he did not pick up the W against Hawthorne, they still loved Al Snook. I know for a fact, even though this is only the second match, there's a lot of Al Snook fans out there. It was shown that night, Friday night that just passed in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. They were up on their feet. They were cheering for him. They loved that kid. I'm telling you, he's going to be doing Big things, big things in the months to come. Uh, yeah, and speaking of the Three Legacies Wrestling Training Academy, the school. That's right. There it is. You can enroll today. Do not hesitate to contact Three Legacies Wrestling. You can email them at the number three, legacieswrestling at gmail.com. And the head trainer is WWE alumni, Jesus Ricardo Rodriguez. Like I said, it's located on Centerville Road in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. A couple doors down from Red Rose Sports Cards. And right across the street from their one of their official sponsors, Arugas, the way our man Carolina, or I'd say Lancaster Jim, likes to call it. But yeah, Carolina Jim, he's a... He's a fine, fine gentleman when he's plugging Arugas. And here we go. We're going to keep on moving, keep on moving. And for another ladies match here in Three Legacies, we got to see the returning Clara Carreras, La Chica herself, as she defeated the debuting Danny Moe. Danny Moe, uh, no stranger to the area. Everyone's quite familiar with her uh, being at ringside with, with Facade, who later on wrestled this evening in the show. Uh, but yeah, uh, Danny Moe, she came in. She was hard hitting. Uh, but Clara started putting in some of those chica moves, dancing around with her. I don't know if she had her hypnotized or what, but she had uh, Danny dancing a little bit herself there in the middle of the ring. But 
She got the pinfall. One, two, three. Clara Carreras moved up in the ranking. She is ranked number one in the women's division with uh, two wins, one loss. She's at 0.6%. So right now, our women's division is not that big. So we're only, we're only currently holding only five spots, five top spots in the women's division. And uh, Little Miss Chica there is holding on to number one. Uh, also, I mentioned four and five was a tie between Journey Burke and Zoe Cannon. I did not get to mention two and three because they have not been on any of the shows uh, as of late, except for the last one. Uh, Kayla Sparks and Lady Frost are still holding strong at one win, zero losses at 1.00, you know, thousand percent type, whatever they do on the rankings in baseball, football, and all that stuff. But yeah, at a hundred percent, thousand percent, whatever you want to call it, they're holding a nice tie between two and three. But all these women need to step their game up, try to knock Clara off that mountain. But till then, she's the queen of the women's division. And Moving forward to, uh, actually, we had a very special, I'm I'm not going to say ceremony, but announcement to break out in uh, Three Legacies. And during that time, our uh, good friend, Mr. Ricardo Rodriguez was addressing a couple um, things. He was thanking the fans, everyone who came out. And he mentioned about the big show. Not not the wrestler himself, but the show that's going on at the Bright Side Opportunity. I mean, not the Bright Side, but at the Clipper Magazine Stadium. And that is known as the Red Rose Rumble. That's right. August 19th. Clipper Magazine Stadium. Tickets are on sale now. You can get them at LancasterBarnstormers.com. So you don't want to miss out. It was huge last last year. This year is going to be a little bit more extra spectacular. Uh because currently it has been announced that starting next month, there will be a tournament. That's right. A tournament leading up to the Red Rose Rumble event at the Clipper Magazine Stadium for this prestige championship. The first ever 3LW Heavyweight Championship. Uh, the winner of the tournament, well, the two re- re- remaining uh, participants, or whoever, or I don't know if it's going to be three, four, I don't know, but the but the remaining participants will clash head to head at the Red Rose Rumble at the Clipper Magazine Center for this prestigious title here, brand new, custom made, not generic. It's and you see the red roses. It's representing the area, whatnot. 
So Ricardo Rodriguez was presenting the belt to everybody in the crowd, showing showing them exactly what the uh, the competitors here in Three Legacies Wrestling will be competing for, and just so happens he got interrupted by none other than Sinister X, Clayton Adams, but there was no Kevin Murphy to be seen anywhere. What was up with that? Uh, chat room is open. We already got a couple people in here uh, giving us some shout outs. My man Tate, a.k.a. Flex Wheeler. Good morning, Flex. How's everything going, brother? Also, Jason Blade chiming in. Jason Blade holding strong in his ranking position, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, that's right, Mr. Blade there. He's cutting things up. And just in case he didn't uh, hear before, Jason, you are holding at uh, four wins two losses and you're at 0.6% in the ranking. So you're holding at number three kind, sir. So, but anyway, he was interrupted. They brought out Joe, the personal ring announcer, and they made him read off the card about how disgusting Lancaster is. He didn't want to be here around anybody, whatnot. And they were just trying to, uh, bolster way around three legacies so uh with uh that being said ricardo had an idea of his own like these guys like x came dressed uh he, he apparently he looked like he was ready to for a fight so what do you have ricardo rodriguez Came prepared, as always. He knows what it's like to be uh, uh, being cornered and have to fight your way out. So, since X was there and he was ready to fight, he had Clayton Adams in his corner. He introduced a ECW original legend, none other than the franchise, Shane Douglas. He was in the house. That's right. He was originally advertised for meet and greet, but I guess he spoke to him backstage and said, Hey, look, uh, if anything happens, you got my back. Right. And, and, and these guys out here, they, they, they came out, start running their mouth. So, you know what? Two can play that game. You know what? You want to fight? You got to fight. So he introduced the franchise. He came out, him and sinister X went head to head, but X, Got the open shot on him before as he was coming in through through the ropes. And and the match just started out on the outside of the ring before the bell even rung. They're going at it. As soon as they got in, X was still on top, just pounding away on the franchise. You know, he didn't let up. He was using that big massive body of his to to like to take advantage. But in franchise. Uh, in in the franchise way, as we all know, he's a man of many skills, knowledge. He knows his way around the ring. So I think, I believe, this is my point of view. I'm not the broadcast journalist as far as my two color commentators of Joey and Chris as they were sitting at ringside calling the action because they are the official 
three legacies commentary team uh franchise out of nowhere hits that belly to belly onto sinister x picks up the victory that's right sorry x you just got another l in the loss column like i said like i said ricardo is no slouch he been around he knew something would have been up because time and time again, every show, Kevin Murphy has his nose in some kind of uh, business that involves three legacies and Ricardo, but he wasn't here, but his goons was. And Ricardo and the franchise managed to take care of business the franchise way. Oh, uh, man, this is great, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like I said, if you did not, get to see this you don't know what you're missing you definitely want to get tickets for the next upcoming show to see what comes out of who's going to be in these tournament matches i have yet to know uh any uh i have not seen any tiers of of what 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 tiers of matches are for the first round or what's going on, of, of who's going to be facing who. But you definitely don't want to miss out. The Chase, June 16th, right there, back at the Brightside Opportunity Center. And like I said, at the bottom there, all the road to the Red Rose Rumble begins, and that's where we will crown the first ever three legacies, three LW heavyweight championship. So get your tickets now if you have not gotten them uh it's something to look forward to and if you have not seen any of the past shows psn premier streaming network 100 bucks for the whole year like i said you can catch up on everything on there and as we move along there was a huge six-man scramble that were where six of these guys were trying to uh uh, move up the rank. It's unfortunately the last show we had here. My pick, my pick did not win. Junie Underwood was doing so good with no losses, but you know, he, he was, he, to me, he was the dark horse that no one really paid attention to. And I was sure he was going to pick up the victory. But in this match, you got to see Ace Dallas as he defeated. Five other guys in this in this six-man scramble match as he defeated Junie Underwood, Tom Mitchell, a debut in DK Van Du, another debut by Sage Matthews of Dog Nation, and L Prince Piranha. This match was all over the place, I tell you that. They were flying. I, it was hard for me to keep account of what was going on, who's flying where. I know the referee had his hands full. He was going berserk. Commentary team. Yo, like I said, you have to be there to witness some of these matches. And 3LW is bringing you some of the finest gentlemen for this high-flying, depth-defying action that they were doing. They were diving. They were flipping. They, like, I couldn't keep track. I'm... I'm going to have to go back, watch the replay, and maybe slow it down. Maybe replay it over and over again just so I don't miss anything. 
But uh, big ups, big ups to Ace Dallas picking up that uh that strong victory that that he very much needed to move up the the rankings. And uh, right now, uh, currently Ace is at uh three wins, three losses at a at a zero point five percent in there. Junie, Junie, um, he's still kind of holding strong in the rankings. You see that three and one with a zero point seventy five percent. Uh, and that that's pretty much it of whoever was in that match there. Uh, and I mentioned earlier about uh, I I didn't get to mention it, but since Sinister X with his uh loss to uh. Um, Shane Douglas. It did not affect him really in the rankings. He only he only picked up that that that's his very first loss. That's his first loss. Uh, he's still holding strong on to second place in the ranking system here at Three LW. And yeah, I'm sorry, folks. Here I'm just flipping between screens. Here I got I don't have my second monitor up and running. Uh, we have a returning smiley. Uh, there were some video packages out that, uh, I guess Violet, Smiley was talking to himself somewhat. He has this thing going on with, uh, Delirious still stuck in his brain from their previous match. So what, what exactly is going on with Smiley? He's a little twisted up there. When he comes out, he's kid friend. You know, see all the kids come out. You're you're all shaking hands and stuff. But his unorth unorthodox style of wrestling, uh, it kind of fits in with the the unorthodox style of uh, Delirious, which I think it kind of helped him in this match against Merrick Miami. Merrick Miami, he he did not know what he was in for. Young kid coming out all cocky and stuff. Uh. Unfortunately, uh, I have to say, Merrick Miami did not pick up the victory. But even more unfortunate, Smiley, uh, even though, even though he picked up the victory over Miami, he still not made it up on the top ten ranking as of yet. Miami holding strong at number five. With a three win, two loss record at 0.6%. Uh, Smiley's just barely there. He's, he, he's like, probably like, if I had to go any higher than 10, he's probably like 11, 12, something like that. So, so he's slow, huge fan favorite. They love him. Hands down. Everybody loves Smiley. But he just did not crack the ceiling. To make it into a 10th spot position in our ranking system. But I'm sure in the more uh, weeks, we'll probably see more promos. We'll probably hear more things coming from Smiley. Trying to figure out what's going on. Because during that match, the lights went out. That's right. The lights went out. And out of nowhere, Delirious pops up. He's standing there right there in the aisleway. Aisleway. Smiley's on the apron. He's checking them out. They're eyeballing each other. Their eyes are glued. What happens? Light goes out again. They they probably wasn't even staring at you like maybe 10 seconds or something like that. About 10 seconds. Lights went out again. Came back on. Delirious is gone. Nowhere to be found whatsoever. We don't know what the hell is going on. Miami 
capitalizes on that distraction on uh on a uh, uh smiley, which he wasn't paying attention. We thought he was gonna walk out with another victory. Smiley kept countering, ended up hitting him in a, a submission hold, and made him submit. So uh Delirious is definitely most 100 percent most definitely in Smiley's head. And I, I think Smiley is channeling. He's channeling Delirious's unorthodox style and combine it with his own unorthodox style. I'm not one to gossip, but uh, I think I think uh Smiley is very soon due to uh break that break that glass ceiling to make it in the rankings and who knows maybe he'd be one of those surprise dark horses in the tournament maybe they'll put him in the tournament that we don't know about yet and uh who knows he could possibly win at the rumble at at the, at the red rose rumble uh at at clipper magazine stadium and walk out as our future three legacies wrestling champion only time will tell. You just got to stay tuned. Stay tuned to this show to see the updates and stuff. Stay tuned to 3LegaciesWrestling.com as you can jump over to their Facebook page and their and their YouTube page and Instagram and Twitter. Follow them so you can get exclusive news right away. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit the notification button to find out when they are plugging more information going on. Hey, folks, just to let you know, the comment section is open so comments and questions are encouraged so please chime in chat away and uh we'll try to address any questions you might have regarding three legacies wrestling and as well as when i start talking about pro Sing magic a little bit uh soon and to take us home in the main event of the evening Last show, we got to see these guys uh, team up. This time, well, actually, they were facing each other. They were facing each other last time. Now we finally get to see them team up in a nice tag team match as Facade teams up with the number one draft pick, Bro Keller, as they took on Tarzan Duran with his jungle juice and uh, a debuting as uh, Duran went to the jungles of Jersey, drank some jungle juice, and called on one of his close friends in Boar. That's right. Boar showed up here in 3LW. Some of the fans I heard over here and some of the fans calling them uh, Timon Duran and Pumbaa and they're trying to get the Hakuna Matata song going but uh, yeah this, this this wild welcome to the jungle bunch guys uh, they were no slouch they were they came in they raised hell uh, boar I, I can't there's, there's not enough I can say about this huge man beast uh, he's very intimidating very agile for a guy his size. So uh this match, hands down, they had they had 
everything the crowd wanted. The crowd was it, it was a emotional roller coaster with this crowd. They were up and down, up and down, and uh the fans behind uh one of the local favorites from from Cockyville, Bro Keller, as well as they were all cheering for go ninja, go ninja, go for a facade. Uh, this match was going back and forth, back and forth. It, it was unbelievable. But in the end, in the end, uh, Facade and Bro Keller did pick up that victory. That just, uh, like I said, it, it puts it puts Bro Keller just a tad bit higher in the ranking system now since he moved up. He's at 7-0, undefeated. Been, been here since, like, the very first show. So, bro, big ups. He's the odds-on favorite, probably to win the tournament. You know, it could happen. Oh, man, these ranking systems, you know, it, it, it just has my head all twisted because you never know. With these ranking systems, could mean nothing. They could mean nothing compared to however – Everything turns out in the tournament for that beautiful championship, as we showed earlier. Once again, this is what everyone's going to be gunning for, folks. The the prestige. Look at the beauty of this. The well-designed, the, the, the craftsmanship of this fine title. Uh, we got... Chiming in about Dream Match, Jason Blade versus Bro Killer. Well, we're going to see maybe, however, the powers that be at Three Legs, how they're going to either look at the ranking system, how they're going to match everybody up of uh, in the tiers. So eventually, we will definitely probably see bro keller and uh jason blade whether it be in a tournament match would it be in the finals or would it be just uh sometime after the tournament we're not quite sure but like i said you just have to stay tuned and uh listen in and hopefully maybe i have some of the uh guys in the rank in the top 10 on the show one day maybe i, I get bro in here since he's the number one draft pick jason blade holding strong uh with with his uh number three spot uh and some of the others like and maybe even guys like smiley who can't crack that ceiling yet that but uh you know maybe he'll be on here giving his frustration of why 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 i i don't know but like i said he's a fan favorite maybe it's not all about the win loss maybe he's just doing it for the kids who knows but uh yeah, like I said, Three Legacies Wrestling will be returning to Brightside Opportunity Center with The Chase June 16th at, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Doors open up at 5.30. Why? Because the place gets jam-packed. Bell time at 7 p.m. Don't forget, we do have a – we usually have a pre-show match, which starts about quarter of. So you definitely want to get your seats, get your snacks. Uh hit those merch tables as well you know 
by supporting a talent who's out there supporting each and every one of you, giving you the hard, the hard paying fans who, uh, who buy your tickets, they're, they're out there gracing you with the athletic skills that they put in, putting their bodies on the line for use. So please get back, check out the merch tables, and uh, we'll definitely see you June sixteenth. And for any uh, further dates, further, if you want to know a, a schedule ahead of time, we have July 14th, right after that, the big one, Clipper, at the Clipper Magazine Stadium on the August 19th, September 15th, October 21st, November 18th, December 16th. So mark your calendars. You do not want to miss out on any one of these shows. So don't make plans. Like I said, put them on your calendar so you know when when we will be having our shows you never know they could add shows to the counter for all we know but this is the current schedule that we have for three legged people and i was mentioning about merchandise jump over to the prowrestlingtees.com that's right we currently they have three shirts on there uh the build your legacy shirt the classic original three legacy shirt right in the middle and the red rose shirt on there too as well. I believe the red rose one. I think that's the only one you can buy on prosentees.com. I don't think they have them at the live events, but the other two you can definitely pick up at the live events. So yeah, jump over to prosentees.com at 3L Wrestling and uh get your shirt. Show your support. Wear it in the crowd. I'm sure I'm sure if someone has a marker, they won't hesitate to uh sign an autograph as well and we're getting a, a cheap plug uh advertisement here that's right another pros link tees uh jason blade pro on pros link tees so go over there support jason blade uh all proceeds will go to jason blade of course <laughs> Maybe uh, sharpening up his skills. You never know. It might be a razor's edge in there somewhere with, with good OJ. But we would have to see there, folks. But, uh, and like I said, afterwards, as Carolina June says, we will be at Aruga. That's right, the official after party spot. And uh, you don't want to miss that. That's uh pretty good place there to go eat at i enjoy it myself so uh check this out there's always a reason to visit aruga's grill house and sports bar treat yourself to our fresh made to order food options and over 40 beers on tap watch the big game catch up with old friends or enjoy a family night out aruga's this is your turf oh my god i'm craving right now i'm craving for a Nashville chicken sandwich. I loved it. Uh, last time I was there, I stopped by the Three Legacy School to stop in the visit and uh, took the kids over there. And uh, we had one of those huge, giant pretzels from Arugas as an appetizer. Uh, that there alone was just starting to fill us up there, though. Uh, we were there huffing and puffing before we went over to the Three Legacy. That, that was our pre-workout before we hit the school. So, uh, And more merchandise that's right more merchandise oh my god what am i saying i already plugged uh three legacies i just plugged jason blade well 
why not body slams podcast sure why not if you are enjoying this this is one of our breakfast and body slams t-shirts you can't quite see it right now uh these are just one of the designs on our pod shop through spring that's right you go to bodyslamspodcast.com right up there and right and click on our pod shop it'll lead you over to spring they make all of our merchandise we do all the designs ourselves uh we are looking to add more designs on there so if anyone has designs you want to help us out send them over that'd be great because uh we have t-shirts uh fanny pack hoodies uh a couple other things too mugs especially mugs look like see i enjoy drinking my morning coffee see this vice lands podcast mug coffee mug that's right i love drinking Drinking coffee, that is not drinking, drinking. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you have an addiction problem, speaking of drinking or any other kind of problem, check out Blueprint Recovery in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. They are the number one in the area when uh, helping people in need if you had some form of an addiction problem. That's right. They are affiliated with Red Rose, with Three Legacies. Uh, our man Chris there, he's doing great things, traveling all over the U.S., helping people, uh, not just in our area, but all over. Uh, Chris, big ups. You, uh, a lot of people don't give you enough credit. Uh, we don't talk about you much on here because you're behind the scenes. You do everything behind the scenes. But you know what? Everything you do is for the good graces of everyone, not just the fans, but for the people who are 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 who who are in need of dire help. And you're there. The man wears his heart not just on his sleeve, but everywhere. This man is huge. His his heart is his body is covered with nothing but love. Yes, indeed. So if 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 you're at a show and you see this. Huge tall guy with a big beard, long hair. That's Chris. Go up, give him a big hug. Thank, thank, thank the guy for everything he does for uh for for not just people he knows, but for strangers too uh as well. Uh I can I, I can't say too much because a lot of times we get choked up uh when something beautiful happens and 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 he's a beautiful man hands down all i think seven foot i want to say he's big he's he's a big guy but yeah if you see this big cuddly teddy bear give him a huge hug give me a huge hug all right folks uh that's it for our three legacies part uh i'm gonna uh give you a little shout out for our man matt turner over at stardom cast then we're gonna come back to uh and talk about pro wrestling magic which was last night so as soon as i find the oh here we go <laughs> so here's our man matt turner with stardom cast so if you're into all that joshi stuff japanese women wrestling this is a podcast you definitely want to take take a listen to. 
Hello everyone, this is Matt Turner. Join me and my co-host Rob Goodwin every Friday morning as we host The Stardom Cast. It's a podcast where we talk about everything about the fantastic professional wrestling world that is stardom. Uh, we have news, notes, previews, and reviews again every Friday, The Stardom Cast. Check it out. That's right, our man Matt Turner, as he's also part of the tag team with uh, Andy Hedder. Known as uh, Blue and Gold. Of course, me personally, this is just me. I think they should call themselves the Head Turners. But, hey. I don't come up with the names. But, now with uh, that being said, we're going to jump into some... Uh, what I would say? We're going to jump into some pro wrestling magic stuff. Last night in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey at the Phil... Sheraton building. Uh, they presented Mambo number five. Uh, and this night, always, always, hands down, has me on edge because we're streaming live for IWTV. So I got to be on my P's and Q's as well as the rest of our video production crew as well we're all in sync tied up together and uh sitting there in gorilla just doing everything that we must do but we open up the night in a with a pre-show match that's right as shotgun adams made a return as he beat Hussein Jafar, a debuting Hussein Jafar. Uh, first time seeing this gentleman. And uh, I was very highly impressed. I don't care what anybody says. This guy, uh, uh, he has a great look, a phenomenal look. And on top of that, he took Adams to his limit. You know, Adams came out with the victory but i do not i will not hesitate that we will definitely definitely see more of hussein jafar in pro wrestling magic like i said uh this 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 event here mama number five it's like the crowd was like how can i say Usually, like how you have like the raw crowd after a big pay per view. This was like before their big events. This is like the raw before the pay per view, but this crowd was packed. So they were loud. Uh, some of them were obnoxious, but in a good way, though, to the wrestlers. Uh, some, some of the wrestlers. Did get a little frustrated because the crowd was on their case about certain things. But, uh, yeah, if you have not ever experienced the atmosphere at Pro Wrestling Magic, you're missing out. These are two of the best shows I've been to ever uh, twice a month uh, wherever I go. Uh, and this just happened to be a back, a, a two days back-to-back over the weekend. Like I said, between... Uh, Magic and three legacies, yo, hands down, like it's the the crowd. Uh, they are so infectious 
that of like they bring you joy of being there. You want to be there, not just for it, but the crowd, the aura itself. It sucks you in from both both venues. It 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 is what it is. And after that, we got to see uh, a tag team open challenge match. Uh, the champions, Death Row, El Oso Blanco, Bruno, and John Tella took on a team that answered the call in Andy Brown and Ryan Mooney. They picked up the victory. To retain, but that's just not the end of it. Because that throw, they've been issuing out this open challenge to teams that were in the company, teams from outside company. Now they issued a team, uh, issued a challenge to a team who just happens to be the tag team champions of the IWTV uh, streaming network, which they travel all over, and that's Miracle Generation. Uh, yeah, I, they want their titles, type, title for titles. Um, they are uh, Death Row, currently the Magic Tag Team Champions. They also hold another tag team championship from another organization. And now they want those IWTV championships. So the challenge has been issued. Will it be accepted by Miracle Generation, the IWTV uh, tag team champions? We'll just have to wait and find out through Pro Sling Magic on their Facebook page and see what's up. And we had the Shane Fear White Glove Challenge. We had two high-flying assassins going head-to-head. -head. We had a debuting Nolo Katano taking on the air assassin himself of of H.U. in Trey Felipe. I don't know where they get these guys, but they left the crowd standing. I'm telling you that right now. They the, the crowd was on their feet. Trey Felipe always surprises me, especially, especially when he's running down the ramp, jumping over that top rope, and hitting some kind of move, whether it be a cutter, a high cross by something. He's he's clearing the top rope, not going to the outside, but running from the ramp over the top into the ring, hitting something. Uh, he didn't need no help from from any members of HU. Uh, Hispanos Unidos. That's right. I just like saying HU. It's a lot easier and shorter for me. But uh, yeah. Che, uh, Trey Felipe shows why he's one of the pillars in HU. And uh, he ain't going nowhere time soon from that group whatsoever. Uh, his, his journey is just growing stronger and stronger with that 
with the group there. Uh, and who knows, maybe one day we might see him holding a singles title here in Pro Wrestling Magic. And speaking of titles, up next, we had the Tri-Wizards Championship on the line as stepping up to the plate to take on a kind of new formation of the team somewhat. They were RTB, but now known as uh, Memory Museum. Okay. I'll have to let that sink in and try to grow on me as a team name, Memory Museum. As Joe Cruel teamed up, teamed up with Abed Aronis. I hate these weird last names, but you know what? We got to learn to pronounce the wrestlers' names, and that's what it is, hands down. Learn to pronounce the referees' names. Don't change your name to make it simple for us announcers and everyone else. We need to know your name, so yes. Aronis. I hope I pronounced it right, Abed. As they didn't know where their third guy was, V. He's missing in action. They don't know what's up with him. But they found a proper replacement in uh, Brandon Downey making his debut. And uh, he was gracious to step forward, step up to the bat at the last minute and uh, take on the the Tri-Wizards champions, that's right, it's a six-man tag team championship, and Elijah Eden of Project Mayhem teaming up with Osito, and apparently Smiley wasn't in this match. They found a fourth. They found a fourth uh, replacement, and we didn't get the name. It was just some random psychopath they found. Uh, I don't know if they found him on the street, in the back of the 7-Eleven down the block, where wherever maybe in the basement of uh the Phil Sheraton building we don't know the guy was a little unhinged he was unorthodox but uh that kind of fits in with uh, the whole project mayhem thing that's going on out there in uh magic uh but they picked up the victory uh over uh Brandon Downey uh like I said he he stepped up he answered the call but uh yeah they Project Mayhem won this by by knockout. He the 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 kid could not continue at all. He was down, out, lights out. Put some pennies on on those lids. Uh, but yeah. So uh, their 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 reign over Pro Wrestling Magic is growing stronger and stronger by the minute. Uh, Smiley and his crew there. As you see, I mentioned Smiley. Uh, his 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 unorthodox personality. One minute you like him, one minute you hate him. You don't know. You like is he fan friendly or is he someone you really got to watch out for? So that's the difference. How you seen between uh, three legacies and Pro Wrestling Magic? You know, Smiley just uh, he's all over the place. You know, you, you don't know how to take him, him and his crew. And up next, we got to see Travis Jacobs. Taking on Jackie Black. Uh, we've seen in like uh, probably the last two shows, Jackie Black had his own issues. He he wasn't really on the card of, of any of the matches. He was just like helping out. He's backstage helping out stuff. He had his own issues with uh, with uh, 
tra- with uh, Travis uh, Jacobs, and uh, one thing led to another, and and this match was made. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, by some shenanigans, Black hit Jacobs with a chain, stuck it underneath his arms. As soon as the ref made uh, the pinfall and raised his hand for victory, that chain fell out from underneath. The ref spotted it, called for the bell again. He reversed the the decision. So your winner in this match by hook or crook, by disqualification, Travis Jacobs. Now, going into the Dark Arch Championship match. Here we finally get to see Smiley in action as he's taken on the Dark Arts champion, Donovan, which he owed him. They, 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 you know, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. Smiley had his hands in the get Donovan getting the uh his title back, and now Smiley wanted that championship. Once again, Smiley all over the place. A lot of stuff going on. There was uh, one side of the ring. You had uh, the crew from Project Mayhem out there. You had the crew from HU out there as well. Apparently, all hell broke loose. Everybody started fighting. One thing leads to another. Steve Off, the former Dark Arts champion, comes down with a pipe in hand and uh steve just started laying pipe to two men meaning he's clocking them he's he's hitting donovan and smiley yeah so don't take it any other way when i say steve was laying pipe to two men but it is what it is so end result in then it ended up with a double disqualification no contest whatever you want to call it neither man won thanks to mr off up on stage all the titles were up there and uh and and steve by chance he's like you know what let's let's have a final match us three winner takes all because steve had the fun house championship donovan with the dark arts and i believe smiley had is actually one of the co six man uh uh of the tri wizards since he wasn't even in the match though but he still holds that championship so i think i think but how's he going to get the six man does he have two other people in pl- in, in place to help him out or what? I, I i don't know it's it's confusing confusing for me but we got one month or so to figure this out like What's going on? But winner takes all. All the championships. Three-way. Donovan. Smiley. Steve off. You definitely definitely don't want to miss it. Definitely not. And in the ladies match, got to see Vicious Vicky taking on Journey Burke. I feel like I see this law of attraction lady everywhere I go now. Constantly. I just seen her the night before that over at Three Legacies. You know? Uh. But Vicky, being the vet of Pro Wrestling Magic that she is, uh, she used her skills and knowledge, and she picked up that victory over Journey Burke. 
And in the main event, talk about chaos. Heavyweight champion Steve Pena teamed up with Alex Ryman, the unhinged Alex Ryman, taking on Danny Effin Math and a former heavyweight champion known as Kerr. Barn burner, hands down, Math and Kerr having their way with Ryman during the beginning of the match. Just they just beat the piss out of this guy. I'm like, uh, I don't know what Ryman was thinking, but he is definitely unhinged. And and he just kept coming back for more and more and more and more. Uh finally, when he got that tag on the Pena, Pena comes in and Slowly but surely, in the corner, you got to see Ryman start leaving the ringside area. Kerr and Pena's in the middle of the ring. Math starts opening up his mouth and says, Yo, your partner is leaving you. He's, le he's walking up the ramp. He's leaving you, Pena. And he calls Ryman a pendejo. And the crowd starts chanting pendejo to Ryman. So he leaves, goes through the curtain. Pena, being the champion that he is, he's like, I'm here. He was calling them both on. He wanted them both. He wanted Kerr. He wanted Math. He wanted to rip them apart and show them why he is the magic heavyweight champion. Math was like, nah. Nah, your partner's a pendejo. He left you. Kerr, former champ. Pena, current champ. Do what big men do. And, you know, have at it. Math left the ring. He didn't leave ringside area. Grabbed the chair. He hanged out right, right by ringside, whether he was sitting or standing. He, 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 he was all into the match. Kerr. Pena back and forth like two big hosses, two big hosses in uh magic just going at it. Little to be known. Uh Ryman comes back, not down the ramp, but from the other side of the building. Attacks math from behind. Uh, I couldn't see it from my vantage point, but I think he gave him a DDT on the onto the uh floor, on the hard floor. There's no pads out there, whatever. Uh, he comes back in. I don't know if they were in, I guess this was planned out. He comes back in and he's helping Pena. They're double teaming on Kerr. They're, they're just like laying Kerr out. Kerr just keeps kicking out of everything, kicking out of everything. He's fighting back with all he got as the, as a soldier that he is. One thing less than all hell still breaking loose on Kerr between Ryman and Pena. Math is slowly edging his way back up to the apron. Gets the tag. Comes still groggy, though. Still groggy. You, you got to picture this. The man had just been laid out. Uh, he might have got posted, too, into the ring post. But I know he got laid out. He was still hurting. Still crawled his way up. Make this tag. Coming in the ring. Ryman attacks Kerr to keep him isolated. 
Math still groggy coming in after the tag. Pena capitalizes, lays out math, and scores the pinfall. Like I said, I don't know if they planned this out or it just happened to happen in their uh in their favor between Ryman and Pena, but they picked up the victory over Danny Math and Kerr. Shane Fair was making all these announcements at the end of the show. I believe, I don't have it in front of me, the notes or whatever. I believe some of the matches that he has made is Ryman versus Math in the rematch. Pena for the heavyweight championship will defend against Kerr. And that's all going down at the next Pro Wrestling Magic event, which is closing time, Saturday, June 24th, 2023, uh, at Richfield Park, New Jersey, at the Phil Sheraton Building. Doors will open up at 5 p.m. There's a pre-show that usually starts at 5.30. The main bell time, the stream on IWTV as well, uh, 6 p.m. It will be live. That's right. So you don't want to miss out June 24th in Ridgeville Park, New Jersey. Pro Wrestling Magic presents Closing Time. And on a final note, uh, Shane Fear was uh, delivered a message that Jimmy Riot, color commentator for uh, Pro Wrestling Magic, will, per Smiley, will be suspended for one show, which that would be the next show. He will not be in attendance because Smiley claims Jimmy has uh, unbiased commentary. So with him being unbiased, he decided to suspend him. And uh, like I said, uh, just a lot of authority being thrown around here and there that's unneeded. But it is what it is. Hopefully we can get management uh, the, the 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 management part of Cross and Magic away from Smiley and back into the good hands of Shane Fair or whoever else that might be running things. But we will see, as always, in the weeks to come. So it is what it is. But, uh, folks, that's it. That's all I have for today's show. I just wanted to give you the weekend uh, update of the shows that you possibly missed. Don't forget those two shows coming up. Next month, once again, I'm going to plug it. There we go. June 16th, The Chase in in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. From Three Legacies Wrestling. And Pro Wrestling Magic. Closing time, June 24th in Richfield Park, New Jersey. So you definitely don't want to miss out on them. Uh, today at Richfield Park, you'll get... You'll see our buddy Joey. He will be at NFW, which will be uh, having their show out there. So you don't want to miss out on that one. Uh, next week, I will be at Azteca del Lucha Libre in Gloucester City, New Jersey. So uh, look them up. 
on Facebook. It's Azteca de Lucha Libre. And uh, that's all I have for today's show. So thank you for tuning in. Everyone who's been watching, uh, supporting us, we appreciate. Go to BiasLensePodcast.com. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit that notification button to find out when we are live so uh, we can give you all our reviews. And uh, hopefully by then, I won't be doing a solo show. Hopefully there's more than one than just me here on the show giving you all the news. But it is what it is. We do what we do because we love this kind of stuff. And we'll definitely, hopefully, see you all next week with more Three Legacies Wrestling updates coming to you from us like i said go to buysensepodcast.com jump over to our pod shop buy some merchandise like share comment and subscribe to all of our social medias and we'll see you next week on breakfast and buy slams i'm chio 